Hello, everybody. Welcome to The World is a Mess, and I just want the steampunk kit. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> My bad there. Uh, anyway, this is uh, January 10th, 2021. I thought I'd comment on the political chaos this week in America. I'm a little bit late to the game, but we're trying to coordinate here. And I'm here with Daniel from Daniel's Hot Topics in Ontario, Canada. And man, what what a shit show this week in Washington, D.C. Uh, I did a video in 2016. I warned people that Donald Trump was a fascist. He does not respect democracy. He never has. He's an authoritarian. Uh, he's corrupt. Um, this is not hindsight's 2020. You just look at his past history, whether it be with Trump University. And then, you know, even if you were naive, because most people don't follow politics or the everyday things of politics, even if you were not watching television when he, he told his uh, supporters that he would pay their legal bills if they assaulted people, if they beat people up, uh, he wouldn't condemn uh, the actions or violence of neo-Nazis. When a homeless man got burned alive by Trump supporters and uh, he wouldn't condemn their actions. So this should be no surprise. He's throwing a temper tantrum, pushing conspiracy theories. Uh, Rudy Giuliani is also an insurrectionist because he basically riled up the crowd at the Save America Trump rally on January the 6th and said, oh, by combat. So, yeah. And then he told them to march to the uh, Capitol building, and he said he was going to go with them, but he didn't because Trump is a coward. Uh, and uh, yeah, and so you have some um, enablers like Rush Limbaugh, who is still, believe it or not, a supporter of Trump. Is Rush Limbaugh's pro pro authoritarianism? Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, these are senators that objected to counting the electoral votes. Uh, yeah, and so Trump has been enabled. Uh, looks like Trump is going to get impeached on Monday, and he'll be the first president to have been impeached twice. There's probably not enough, um, probably not enough uh, senators on the Republican side to vote for conviction because you need a two-thirds vote in the Senate. You only need a majority in the House of Representatives under the U.S. Constitution to. Uh, to impeach, which impeachment is the trial of the president. But you need, in order to vote to convict, you need a majority. And Mitch McConnell, in his, uh, you know, typical obstructionist way, has said that he, the Senate will not reconvene until January the 19th. So I guess they will vote whether they will convict Trump, but it won't make much of a difference because he'll still be in office through the majority of his term. Maybe best case scenario, he'll get cut off one day. But uh, some progressive have, uh, some progressives have talked have criticized Nancy Pelosi bringing up impeachment of Donald Trump but I think that even though if there's no hope of him getting convicted or removed from office early at least you got to set the the precedent that he will be the first US president to have been impeached twice he's only the third US president to have been impeached but but he will be the first to have been impeached twice. So what do you what do you what do you say about everything going on? Wow. I mean, this week was was quite a week, huh? Like what all that crap that happened in Washington and, you know, all this stuff. Wow, I just I never saw anything like this before. 
Well, I mean, like when Black Lives Matter was protesting earlier this year in Washington, D.C., they, they, they had tear gas and uh, brutal violence towards reporters and peaceful protesters. But yet when uh, MAGA hatters and white supremacists come through, I mean, there was that guy, the QAnon guy that was dressed up like a Viking with no shirt on and he had his face painted in the American flag. Uh, I mean... A lot of people don't realize that Viking, the Viking trope in right wing groups is a a dog whistle to racism because you're like, oh, I'm Viking. That means I'm Aryan. Oh, no, that means I'm racist. But I don't want to say I'm racist. So I'll say I'm Aryan. Oh, that that's got a racist connotation. OK, I'll say I'm a Viking. But yeah, the whole idea of uh, Aryanism anyway is a mythology. There was no such thing is a pure Aryan race. The Germanic tribes of Scandinavia mixed with Slavic tribes and even tribes in Asia. So um, if you go far enough back, everybody is a mixed race. But yeah, so um, I would argue that was the whole, that was the real reason that guy was dressed up as a Viking. But yeah, he, he, he posed for photos and selfies in the uh, Senate chamber and the Senate majority leader's seat or or actually, it might have been of the. Anyway, it was in the Senate chamber, but yeah, it was uh, completely crazy. Um, you know, I can't believe that he still has supporters. Uh, you know, there was a poll done that showed that eighty-three percent of the Republican Party still supports Trump. So um, they need to do something. That it has to be consequence because he. He he Trump basically did insurrection, tried to overthrow, overturn the electoral college and the will of the people. People voted him out. We're tired of Trump. I suffer from Trump fatigue. You know, the door can't knock him on the ass fast enough. He needs to get out of office ASAP. He's a danger to this country, a danger to democracy, a danger to the republic. Uh He's talking about running again in 2024, but I suggest that, you know, I know there's a uh, uh, prosecutor in upstate New York that's uh, investigating Trump for tax fraud, because apparently he did $74 million in tax fraud. And um, I think they should convict him. Um, and I, whatever felony you can convict him, because if you can convict him of a single felony, and he won't be immune to prosecution now that he's no longer president after January 20th. And uh, felons can't run for president. So um, that's all you need to do is just uh, convict him of instigating a mob and he won't have presidential immunity. Uh, we have this presumed presidential immunity when it comes to committing crimes that can only be resolved by the Senate. And the Senate ha historically has never voted to remove the president. Uh, Andrew Johnson in 1868 was the first president of the United States to be impeached, but he was not removed. Uh, it was, I think, 65 senators that voted to remove him for violating the War Powers Act, but they only got 65 senators to vote. So he stayed in office. He was a one-term president. Uh, Andrew Johnson was also most famous for being vice president under Lincoln. When Lincoln was assassinated, he was sworn in and became president. And the War Powers Act was an interesting thing that was later found to be not constitutional, was a law that Congress had passed stating that the president could not fire the Secretary of War. Today it is called Secretary of Defense. 
And then the, you know, of course, the second president to have been impeached was Bill Clinton for lying under oath uh, about having an affair, a sexual affair with Monica Lewinsky, an intern that worked for him. And uh, that was incredibly petty, in, in my opinion, an unnecessary trial, but it happened and he was impeached, but not convicted. Um, a lot of people mistakenly think that Richard Nixon was impeached. No, Richard Nixon, Rich, Richard Nixon has the dubious distinction of being the only president of the United States in U.S. history to resign from office. He resigned before getting impeached because he didn't, at that time, he didn't want to be only the second president in U.S. history to be impeached. And there was, he had sent some of his presidential advisors out and there were even back then Republicans that were willing to vote to convict Nixon. And they had enough for a two thirds majority to remove him from office. So he didn't want to be um, the second president to have been impeached and he didn't want to be the first president to be removed from office. Uh, so he decided to resign. And, uh, and then unfortunately he was pardoned by Gerald Ford, uh, which is the reason why Richard Nixon was not brought up on charges afterwards. And you even have Trump teasing the idea of pardoning his family members, which I guess he can legally do, but he's claiming that he can pardon himself, but he, that, that would make the president like a dictator, like an emperor, uh, that there, there is no legal standing for a president pardoning himself. But anyway. So how, how has the reaction been to this attempted coup uh, that Trump has, uh, the mob, the instigation of a mob? How, how is the reaction in Canada to the news about? Uh, people are just like, what is going on over there? Just shocked. Like, wow, it's, 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 it's going crazy over there. You know what I mean? Just nuts. Yeah, I mean, and the danger has not passed because, you know, today is January the 10th. Trump still has 10 more days in office and good old Mitch McConnell, being an obstructionist to the end, uh, said that he's not going to reconvene the Senate until January the 19th. So I guess he'll be forced to vote on impeachment and it probably won't pass. But he's going to ensure that Trump finishes the remainder of his term. And that's just really dangerous. Uh you got Nancy Pelosi talking with the Joint Chiefs of Staff at the Pentagon, telling them not to listen to Trump's orders. Um, yeah, this is this is crazy. We have really a, a political instability. Um, Trump lost in a landslide. He lost by seven million votes. It wasn't even close. You know, those of you who, who you know, I doubt I doubt there's anybody listening that. Uh, even, um, you know, is a, a Trump supporter. I only have a handful of people that listen to this podcast and maybe a few more people that actually listen to the YouTube channel, but uh, get over it. You know, Trump lost. Uh, you have to respect the will of the American people. It's not even close. Trump lost like five battleground states, including Georgia. Um, you know, Trump will be the first Republican since like, uh, I think George H.W. Bush to lose Georgia. Uh, it'd be the first Republican president since like the 90s to lose Georgia. Um, and it's like, you know, if he had done a little bit better job of handling the coronavirus and the destroyed economy that is the United States, then maybe he could have gotten a second term. But he, you know, he's just, he's also a very fat and lazy president. I'm, I'm sorry. I know that's controversial but trump makes fun of other people for their appearance and so 
yeah, I mean, he's he's one of the fattest presidents we've ever had. He's very lazy. He plays golf like 200 days out of the year. Um, there's just, you know, he the only time he's on the job is when he's going to do something bad or when it has something to do with himself. But, yeah, he's just a very hateful individual. Um, the motivation for Trump is Trump feels like he has nothing to lose because Trump is on the verge of bankruptcy. Um, Trump owes like $2 billion to Deutsche Bank in Europe, and he owes like $400 million to Wells Fargo. Uh, why he um, is president, he can defer the loans because he has like presidential immunity. But now that he's no longer going to be in office, there those loans are coming due this year. And so he has uh, personally secured the loans under his own personal credit. So it's not only going to ruin his credit, but it, they're going to force him to foreclose on his properties and sell them because he has about $600 million in assets based on my research, you know, Mar-a-Lago and all the golf courses and the trademarking of his name. But he does not have enough money coming in to really cover all of his loan assets that he that he has. And so you know, why he was president, he could, he could wager that, you know, like, Hey, I'm president, I'll pay you a favor back for, you know, re restructuring my loans, you know, and that's a real problem, you know, uh, because he basically was doing political favors for banks that he owed money to. And, you know, when it came to like tax cuts, deregulation, etc. And so it is, um, Without a doubt, uh, he's going to go bankrupt. And and from Trump's point of view, he feels that he has nothing to lose and there's nothing worse than being poor. So uh, he might as well try to do a coup. I, I know what he was thinking or have a good idea of what he was thinking. He was hoping that maybe members of Congress would get killed. The electoral college votes would get burned. And then he could declare a state of emergency and stay in office. That's what he was hoping. But it backfired. Uh, they managed to rally the Capitol Police. Uh, there were actually reports that Donald Trump denied the Maryland National Guard from even coming to the rescue of Congress in D.C. And it was Vice President Pence who actually had to call the National Guard and said, no, my life is being threatened. I need a National Guard. And there's actually a video of, of MAGA hat Trump supporters saying, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence, because they they felt like Mike Pence somehow, and Donald Trump somehow thought that Mike Pence could just discard electoral votes and not count them, and that's just not the way it works. The counting of the electoral college votes is just largely ceremonial. But yeah, uh, things are nuts. Um, hold on to your seat of your pants and hats, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is not over yet. We got another 10 days. Uh, Trump is going to make everything as miserable as possible. Oh, and Trump got banned from Twitter permanently. So, yeah, it's been a while since I did a podcast. I should do more podcasts more often. But, yeah, uh, any other comments about this before maybe we move on to another topic? Um, like, didn't you say, like, like, Trump, like, put kids in cages and, like, let, like they died in cages? That is true. Um, you know, most people ignore that, but Trump uh, had children. He separated them, the immigrant children at the border. He separated them from their parents, and then he locked up them in cages. You can actually Google image uh, pictures, and six children died. 
because they died from dysentery and they died in their own uh, uh, vomit and feces. Um, they were sick, extremely sick for days and they were not allowed to go to a doctor until it was too late. And they died in those cages. And you have, you have uh, Trump trying to say, well, I didn't build the cages. The detention facilities were built under Barack Obama. A lot of that is true, but there, here's the difference. This is what a lot of people misunderstand because Trump will try to confuse you because he preys on chaos. Um, the Under Barack Obama, no immigrant children died in cages. Barack Obama didn't have a policy of separating children from their parents. Trump said, hey, we'll do this as a deterrent. Well, you know, any parents that bring their kids across the border will separate the children from the parents. And now there's like over 500 children who are now permanently orphaned because they can't find the parents. They probably because they've deported the parents without the children. And the um, the another thing that Trump did that was different than Barack Obama was Barack Obama, when he would detain illegal immigrants or immigrants at the border, uh, he would only detain them for 72 hours. He would hold them in a jail cell for 72 hours. And then he would release them and give them a court date. And most of them showed up in court uh, under Trump. He's like, nope, let's 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 have them uh, nine months in jail. Let's let's keep them in overcrowded conditions like a concentration camp. And so, yeah, not only children, but people died as well. So, yeah, Trump is a monster. And if you are if you disagree, you're either complicitly evil or oblivious. You still there? I see you cut yeah. your video feed. Um, I'm here. Um yeah, so yeah, he's he's not a really good guy. He's just uh he's um I don't know what's wrong with him, but well he's yeah. a narcissist, you know, and he has abused the law, you know, it just comes to show you if you're you if you're born into wealth and privilege like Donald Trump was and you're born into a wealthy family. A lot of people don't realize that Trump didn't um, build up the real estate business that he runs. It was built up by Fred Trump, his father. He inherited everything from his daddy. He's not a self-made anything. Um, you know, he's built up a cult of personality and a lot of mythology, but he, he never built up his business. He inherited over $400 million from his daddy, Fred Trump, in 1999 when he passed away. And he has pissed it all away. Uh, he has mismanaged his money. Million? He's billions of dollars in debt. And he only has about $600 million in assets. So he's going to go bankrupt this year. And so I, wow. I look forward to that. Like $400 million? I, I never knew that. I didn't yeah, know he, it was that much. He got $400 million from his daddy in 1999. There was a lawsuit with um, Fred Trump II and Fred Trump III's uh, family. Uh, Donald Trump is such a cool human being. He cut off health insurance to Fred Trump III, which was his nephew. Because Donald Trump's brother, Fred Trump II, was an alcoholic and died uh, before Fred Trump did. And so... Uh, there was a lawsuit from Fred Trump, the third's family suing, fighting over a portion of that estate because Trump could cut everybody in his family out of that money. And he cut off health insurance to his own nephew. And when he was running for president, he was asked about this and, he, and they were like, why would you be so, you know, why did you cut off insurance to your nephew? Because his nephew had cerebral palsy 
and this jeopardized his nephew's life. And Trump was like, well, I was angry that they sued me. So in other words, he's so petty of a man that he was willing to cut off the insurance of his nephew and jeopardize his nephew's life. There are people in Trump's family, like uh, Mary Trump, uh, was one of his nieces. She wrote a book about um, Donald Trump and how much of a monster he is. So there's he's despised by even members of his own family. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's got Ivanka Trump, you know, and there's good evidence that Trump even diddled his own daughter, Ivanka Trump. You know, because there's there's photos of when Ivanka Trump was like a teenager and she was like uh, grinding Donald Trump's crotch. It's like really, really sick. Uh, Trump has a very weird uh, relationship with his daughter, Ivanka. He went on national television twice and said that the one thing he had in common with his daughter was sex and that she's a terrific beauty. And if he I if she wasn't, you know, if I wasn't, you know, her father, I would totally date her. It was just really, really creepy. So he has a very creepy relationship with Ivanka Trump. Um, there's strong evidence there that he may have molested his own daughter. I'm not kidding. I'm not being hyperbolic. You, you've got to throw all the knives at this fascist. You got to throw everything at him because it's going to take a lot to take him down politically in the eyes of 83% of uh, Republican voters who still support this monster. But yeah, I mean, yikes! Sounds pretty messed up. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, the um, I remember there was an artist who painted this idealized painting of Trump hanging out with Abraham Lincoln and Eisenhower and hanging out with George H. W. Bush and hanging out with all these dead Republican presidents. Uh, they should do a painting like that where he's hanging out with Mussolini and Hitler. Because that's that's more what Trump has in common with it was just fascists. Fascists come in many different flavors. Uh, you know, Trump is more of a Mussolini fascist. He's woefully incompetent and lazy, but at the same time, he is very authoritarian, and he knows how to market himself, just like Mussolini did. But Mussolini was not a good military leader and not very good at organization he had he got his butt saved by hitler multiple times and um hitler was is more of the is more of the better organized of fascists and the more horrible and then you had the more neutral fascist of um uh franco of spain who stayed in power until his death in 1975 but yeah i would say that trump is more of a mussolini fascist he is really good at, at portraying the image of being a strong man, but he's not a real strong man. Just like Mussolini, entirely during World War II, depended on Hitler for his political survival. And when Hitler's power started to wane, he ended up getting killed but, uh, by communist partisans. But, um, yeah, so, you know, Trump is a so lot more words, like Mussolini than he is like Hitler. I would say as far as the type of American fascist that he is, the type of yeah. fascist that he is. Anyway, what were you going to say? Are you he even, even quoted? He even quoted Mussolini. He quotes Mussolini, right? He quoted Mussolini on his Twitter before he became president. And he was actually asked about that on MSNBC. And they said, uh, why, do you, why do you quote Mussolini? I just like good quotes. So you like being associated with fascists? 
I just like good quotes. I mean, so yeah, he obviously idolized Mussolini and Mussolini has an uncanny, you know, you take Donald Trump, shave his head bald. He'll look like he looks like Mussolini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. I know you. I mean, it's pretty funny imagery. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, like Mussolini would cross his arms and do like weird facial expressions, just like Trump. There's a lot of similarity between Mussolini and Trump. We're just lucky that we didn't get an American fascist that was similar to Hitler because Hitler was a little bit better organized. Um, mm -hmm. Hitler was impulsive, often uh, overestimated his chances of political survival and overestimated, you know, he liked to micromanage everything and, and to his own expense. But um, Mussolini was just woefully incompetent when it came to being a military commander, when it came to politics uh or at least politics during war and the only reason why Mussolini was able to survive to the end of the war is because Hitler rescued him but yeah so uh Trump I would argue probably the second worst president in U.S. history because his actions have led to the deaths of hundreds of thousands of Americans with COVID cases he helped spread COVID around by doing super spreader events um He's murdered children. He's murdered children in southern Yemen with the war. Uh, he expanded uh, U.S. military empire in Niger, which only got briefly mentioned once uh, when four U.S. soldiers were killed in Niger. Uh, I think it was the, back in 2017. And uh, so, yeah, uh, for people who say, oh, he didn't get the United States involved in more wars, that's just simply not true. They're just not as well publicized, um, you know, and then this coup attempt, which re resulted in the deaths of five Americans. There was a uh, four Trump supporters that got killed, including one police officer that got killed. Uh, a police officer initially, his death was not reported on January the 6th, but he died from his injuries because he got hit in the head with a fire hydrant, which caused him to have uh, his brain to swell. And then he died. Um, but yeah, um, horrible like times. Threw a fire hydrant at the guy? What? Like someone threw a fire hydrant at the guy? Oh, not a fire hydrant. Sorry. Fire extinguisher. My, my bad. Oh. Fire extinguisher, not a hydrant. I don't, I misspoke. But yeah, fire so extinguisher, they're big metal, big metal canister. That's very heavy. Mm -hmm. If you throw it as a throwing projectile, it could become a pretty deadly weapon. And there's actually video of Trump supporters throwing throwing fire extinguishers at cops at Capitol Police. Uh, why they didn't have enough police on standby, I don't know. It's beyond me. And there's some photos of police officers high fiving and taking selfies with the rioters. And there's uh, video of police officers even taking down barricades to let the rioters in. So yeah, everything is freaking nuts on a cosmic scale. Uh, you know, all we can do is hopefully get the January 20th when Biden gets sworn in. You know, as many misgivings as I have about Joe Biden, you know, because he is not a progressive. He is not a liberal. He is a conservative Democrat. I'd rather have a corporate conservative Democrat over a fascist any day. Yeah. So, yeah, but I don't think he'll go down without a fight, right? It's, it's, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's already uh, been. Hang on, hang on, here's, 
Trump is already going to be the first president in U.S. history to not have a peaceful transition of power because this is violence. People died. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I don't know they what else. They kicked him off Twitter. And I think he came back on Twitter as, as like a communist. And I think he just, uh, like I saw a video where he came back on Twitter. They said he came back on Twitter as a communist. You know, he looks like a communist. And that's the only way you can get back on. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's true. Trump on Twitter. I'm showing here. Let's see. That was three days ago. Well, they they suspended him temporarily, and then they they allowed him back on, and then he did more hateful tweets, and then they permanently suspended him. So, where did you hear that he came back on as a communist? Well, I was watching this video from a, a, a friend of mine, and he, you know, like he uh, he showed there was like a Trump, and he was wearing like a Chinese mustache and a Chinese hat, and he was like. Uh, that's probably a parody account. It, it was. It was like, yeah. It's probably a parody I mean, account. You gotta watch it, man. Well, yeah. send me a link on Skype. But uh, I'm gonna wrap up. I want to keep this under a half hour. Uh, this is the world is a mess. January tenth, twenty twenty one. This is my first podcast of the new year. I'm here with Daniel. Daniel's Hop Topics. Thank you very much for joining us and listening. You have a nice day, and I will see you 25 billion years of will. Bye.